Hello, welcome to Lights Carry Action. This will be the podcast that will give you just a brief summary of films that I've seen and I'll give you my opinions so you don't have to do any research. There's a lot of good film review or film discussion podcasts out there but are usually between half an hour to an hour and because of what's going on right now you don't have a commute to kind of bulk listen to all of these podcasts but you still want to know what's up and coming and what's some good decent views to watch so I thought I would set up my own podcast and make things as brief as physically possible which is a challenge for me because I am quite the talker so if you want to know a bit about me hi I'm Carrie Morrison the the person the show is named after I used to be a film student at the Brit School. I wrote my dissertation on the representation of female protagonists in films with patriarchal heritage. Um, So I looked at the case studies of Wonder Woman, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and Doctor Who. So I'm not really one of those really pretentious folks. I try and give a lot of films a chance, you know? And I like to think I have a decent opinion on film and what's going on and what's currently trending and what's, what's an enjoyable film because I know with a lot of people out there, they recommend a film and actually you've just wasted like three hours of your life on something that you weren't actually that invested in because it's too pretentious. And I get that. I've had that experience. And also I have had the experience of forcing my family to watch a film when they all fell asleep even though it was good i'm not gonna say which film it was because why would i do that don't sue me please let's get cracking let's have a look at any films i've seen in the past week that are either good bad or unknown yes i am ripping off hollywood to talk about hollywood and that's creativity for you so let's get on to the good the bad and the unknown one out of four human beings with their hands on bars, shackled, in the world, are locked up here in the land of the free. So my good this week is 13th, directed by Ava DuVernay. This is a documentary looking at the mass incarceration and the prison system in the United States and how it has managed to have such a dense population in the prison system and why the 13th Amendment, which is supposed to abolish slavery, actually has a loophole that private prisons are essentially abusing. And we also look at the racist history behind it. They talked with activists that uh, were prominent um, and the rise of the prison system. What you got after that was a rapid transition to a mythology of black criminality. Some people got the real problem. Animals, beasts that needed to be controlled. You better believe it. I'm only human. It became virtually impossible for a politician to run and appear soft on crime. I think my thing is that, I mean, Ava DuVernay is a brilliant director. She's done, she's done the Netflix series When They See Us. And also she's about to do a Netflix biopic series about the American football player Colin Kaepernick, who became quite famous, well, especially in the UK anyway, when he started taking the knee during the national anthem at one of the games. So I'm interested to see what she does with that. But anyway, I think she's very clever in terms of storytelling and the use of narrative in 13th. I think I'm only really now starting to realise what makes a good documentary and what makes a really bad documentary. It's only in recent years where I start to decipher, you know, documentaries isn't just about giving you information. You know, it's all about giving you that narrative to care about the information you're being given. 
13th is an absolutely amazing example of that. I mean, the cinematography, I mean, it's not just your usual interview where it's just a bog standard, someone sitting in front of a camera, and there might be a lot of headspace. Ava DuVernay was incredibly creative in terms of how to emphasize what the interviewee is talking about. The cinematography was done by Kira Kelly and Hans Charles where they're using buildings with very um, sort of prison bar-like structures or with massive bricked backgrounds or someone looked like they were in a bricked cave um, when talking about the prison system. And that really, whether it's noticeable or not to the average viewer, it really sets a mood of entrapment and a mood of um, oppression, which I think is incredible. Um, And especially right now with the Black Lives Matter movement, and I'm trying to do my research to be a better ally. This is an incredible documentary to start with. It's on Netflix. If you already have an account, you can go there and watch it now. Um, I highly recommend 13th. So now we're going to be moving on to The Bad, and this is a film I actually paid money to watch because it was the only place I could get it for an affordable price, and that is the 2015 piece, Ah! I'm not kidding, that's what it's called, Um, directed and starring Steve Oram. Steve Oram also starred in Sightseers, and it has no fielding in it. So I was like, surely Noel Fielding isn't going to do anything that disastrous and that terrible. I trust Noel Fielding's agent to have, you know, some taste in in what Noel Fielding chooses to do. Um, So the premise of Ah is basically a what-if situation of what if, you know, the human race had all the same technology, I think the same political movements and the same political structures because nothing seems very different from that. But everyone behaves like apes. I mean, that's literally it. You have all the, you know, contemporary shops. You have all the advertisements. You have all the, all of that. It's just that the dialogue is all grunts and screams. And everyone is, you know, mooning each other. And everyone's very violent and, and weeing on photos of dead wives. And yeah, I, it's one of those films where... You either have to try really hard to see this as a masterpiece or you're going to be wasting a lot of your time trying to think, why is this film needed? Because it's not needed. It doesn't add any necessary commentary. It doesn't add anything useful in terms of the discussion of, you know, how we treat women or how we treat men. And it's a majority a very white cast. It's just, it's not, it's not anything revolutionary. Um, and it was released in 2015. And I'm not saying that every film released has to be this cinematic masterpiece. But I'd like to think in 2015, you know, they'd know better than having Noel Fielding continuously groping two women's breasts and having a woman, you know, very violently, very graphically biting Noel Fielding's penis off. Like, it's you'd think and and mind you that is the biggest highlight of the film everything else is kind of drivel so yeah don't watch it the only thing i really got from it is i really related with the title that same amount of visceral anguish that came out from my diaphragm after watching it just mate just don't bother don't do it <laughs> don't spend the 99 pence i did <laughs> 
And the last section of this podcast is the unknown. This will be a film that will, that can be either good or bad, but they don't get a lot of hype out there. So we could start a discussion about it by me recommending it to you or not recommending it to you. And you can do your own research because I think at the end of the day, films deserve their chance of being seen by a lot of people um, and not being buried within the, the system of cinema where, you know, if it doesn't have, you know, big splendor, special effects or like the biggest famous cast in the world it just doesn't get the time it deserves so in terms of what i chose for this week's unknown is 2016's adult life skills which is directed by rachel tunnard wake up wake up oh. if i can't communicate with people i love what does that mean peace and quiet do i exist oh my god you making a video no uh it stars jodie whittaker which is how i found it in the first place because I love Jodie Whittaker. Uh, when I watched her um, in the first season as the Doctor, I fell in love with her. I feel like she's an impeccable, charismatic actor. So I found this, and not very well known, I hadn't seen a lot of people talking about it, but it's in 2016, and it's about a girl named Anna, who's played by Jodie Whittaker, whose twin brother died, and she's still in immense grief. Um, and she's living in her mother's shed, um, and she's approaching her 30th birthday, and essentially her mother is trying to force her to get out and live her life. And it's kind of one of those things where it's kind of little bits and pieces happen until there's this big climax. It's next door's daughter and her little boy. Clint's staying here tonight. Is that your brother? She finds it hard to talk about Billy. We're just doing the same thing every day and then we'll die. You need to lighten up. There's a kid in it called Clyde. Is it Clyde? Oh, that's terrible. I can't remember the name. Clint, that was it. The kid's name is Clint. <laughs> um, it, it also has this kid named Clint whose mother has cancer and is and is in hospital and that is affecting his behaviour towards everyone else. Um, and him and Anna kind of form this sort of unlikely friendship bond that, you know, unless, you know, the plot of the film exists, I doubt they would be interacting all that much. And that's kind of one of my bugbears I feel like I didn't really need it I would have been a lot more interested if it was just purely based on Anna processing her grief and how she's trying to move on with her life slash everyone forcing her to move on with her life and also I'm just not really a fan of unlikable children that's one of my things but that's personal taste I feel like it's a really nice gentle piece if you want to pass some time and you just want to listen to a nice story um adult life skills is definitely a good film I rated it four stars and in general, I just recommend it. It's on Netflix and it's on Amazon Prime and it's a nice gentle time. It's only 96 minutes as well. It won't take too much of your time. So that is Adult Life Skills, directed by Rachel Tunnard. Now I go on to the section where I have watched other films because, you know, I have so much free time on my hands and I'm going to tell you the ratings I gave for each of my pieces if you fancy having a look for them. So I watched All the Money in the World because it was on all four, so I watched it on catch-up and I gave it four and a half stars not have the money to spare. No one has ever been richer than you are at this moment. What would it take for you to feel secure? More. More. I also watched The Fits, um, which is an unknown piece, which I do recommend.
it does take a bit of time to get to grips with the concept of the piece, but I gave that also four stars. Um, I watched the first act of a ballet called La Fille Malgardée, um, which is based on a French fairy tale. I wasn't really that big of a fan of it. I only gave it two stars. And I also watched Ladybird, um, and I gave it five stars because Greta Gerwig, it's 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 impeccable. It's Saoirse Ronan and Greta Gerwig, and it's just incredible. I highly recommend, obviously. Does mom hate me? If you're tired, we can sit down. I'm not tired. You were dragging your feet. You are so infuriated. Please stop yelling. I'm not yelling. Oh, oh it's perfect. Do you love it? You both have such strong personalities. So that's everything. That's all the films I can talk about uh, for this week. If you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, you can follow me at carrymo 97 And I'm on Letterboxd. You can keep up to date with what I'm actually watching in current time. And I'm on there as Carrie Mo. You can find me there. I'm always up for people recommending me films. So do feel free to get in touch through my social media if you want me to have a look at anything. But for now, that's all for me this week. Catch you on the next episode. Bye. <laughs> I'll come up with a catchphrase at some point. <laughs>